Berkshire Football Stories is sponsored by Berks County FC this season. The Swords are playing at Step 6 for the first time and ground share at Binfield FC. Find fixtures at BarksCountyFC.com and get down for a game. Hello and welcome to the Berkshire Football Stories Chat podcast. Uh, I am Rob Davis and I'll be here to guide you through all the fixtures and results from the Berkshire Football. And as always, I am ably joined by Tom Canning Hello. and Abby Tyshurst. Afternoon. Uh, lots and lots to talk about this week. But where shall we begin, do you think? Mm. Maybe with this? <laughs> 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 what's that abby tell us yeah oh it's just a thing of beauty that's what it is i'm i'm literally taking it everywhere i go in my house it does not leave my side <laughs> like look at it um for, for the listener it is our beautiful football content awards best in non-league podcast award we only bloody won didn't we we did <laughs> we did so yes, we managed to win a football content award on Thursday night, uh, which was a big surprise to all of us. <laughs> yes. <have> to say. <laughs> Anyone who saw our garbled uh, acceptance speech and the interview we did afterwards could probably tell that Abby and I were very much there thinking we were on a bit of a jolly and uh, <laughs> didn't have anything prepared to say. So, uh, yeah, so... It was a complete shock, I think I'm uh, right in saying, uh, for everyone in the group. Uh, and yeah, well, just as I should have said on the day, just massive thanks to everyone who uh, voted for us, you know, without the votes and uh, of the panel and the people who uh, took the time out to uh, vote for us online. We would have been up there, which is absolutely fantastic. And uh, well, also, as know this is turning into an acceptance speech anyway i might as well say thank you to our amazing contributors whether it be people we've interviewed on the podcast or people who write for football in berkshire or uh, photographers whatever role you play you've all contributed to uh, getting us where we are and as we're doing this self-congratulation i think it's only right that we uh, congratulate the main people behind football in berkshire it wouldn't be there without Mr. our co-editors mr tom canning uh mr football in berkshire if you will and uh, <laughs> daryl freeland who i'm sure would have got a real kick out of it if he'd uh seen us up on stage last on thursday night oh so. he saw you believe you <laughs> me um I, I think it's possibly just worth mentioning all of the other podcasts that we were up against um glover's cast which i believe is a yeovil town podcast mm-hmm. guire cast which is a i now i spoke to these guys and i think it's either malaga or madeira that's I think awesome. it's Malaga. Malaga. Whew. Um, but I, I think they withdrew because they decided they weren't non-league. Um, yeah. The Kent non-league podcast, um, a non-league football podcast about Kent, um, as self-descriptive as ours is. Mm-hmm. Um, Legends of the Spire, which is... Oh, no. Uh, Colchester. No, I've been there. Chesterfield. Chesterfield, there, we go. there yes. he is. Yeah. Yes. With their wonky spire. Yes, with their very wonky spire, which is very cool. I liked it when I drove yeah. past it. The National League full-time podcast, the PG and Real Fitball, which is a Scottish football podcast, Pond End podcast. I don't know where that one's from. Rebel Yell, again, don't know. And the Scarf Bagara War. 
so well done to you guys for all being nominated um it was a surprise let's let's um let's say that yeah thank you very much for anyone who voted yes but uh while we were off enjoying ourselves this week, football did continue. Did it? So we should probably, <laughs> as we've got I don't a lot know, to talk about, entire weekend just celebrating us personally. Yeah, exactly. but, Ground yeah. to a halt. Yeah, <laughs> we. Uh, yeah, there's as the self congratulation. Uh, we'll, we'll draw a curtain to that and actually move on to some actual football. Uh, we'll start with the M- men's FA Cup results, uh, both Maidenhead and Hungerford in action from Berkshire uh, this week. Maidenhead getting through with a um, 3-1 win over Hastings United. Uh, expected and Maidenhead did the job. Uh, there's, uh, I say expected, there's three two divisions between the sides i believe and so or two levels sorry and so maidenhead were certainly favorites especially big at home they got the job done on the day uh go on Tom. they did mess it up last week sorry last week last season didn't they 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 yes. played a team of a similar level and they didn't quite um they didn't quite make it through yeah i think it was cray valley pm and i can't remember what paper mills was. paper mills that's it yes cray valley Paper mills, yeah, they were uh, their step four. Yes, and, uh, uh, and, and they beat Maidenhead. So, so it wasn't a foregone conclusion that the Magpies no. would would get through. But they did in the end, and they're rewarded with a first round tie against either Halifax or Pontefract Collieries, another exceptionally named club in the uh, that Berkshire get to face. Well, hopefully, it might potentially get to face depending on the replay between which those is. Two sides. Talking to uh, a friend of mine this morning, uh, discovered neither has neither is in Wales nor has any collieries. No, it's in Yorkshire. It's in Yorkshire, isn't it? Yes, it is. I didn't realise this. I assumed it was in Wales. Oh, really? Yes. Is that because of Fireman Sam? Mm, No, it just it sounds like it's in Wales. Oh, what the Ponty part? I guess so. Not a Y. Ponter. Yes, I guess so. (laughs) Sorry to Steve and Matt Gab. Our Welsh <laughs> listeners. Yeah, Welsh contingent. <laughs> yeah, uh, so a trip to Yorkshire for Maidenhead. Uh, Berkshire will be represented in the first round of the FA Cup. So good to hear. Uh, unfortunately, for uh, they'll, they'll be our sole representation as Hungerford um, lost 2-1 at home to Bromley. Um, good, well, a brave result there for Hungerford. It's uh, Bromley from the tier above and going well in the um, National League this season. Uh, I think they're fifth at the moment, uh, if I recall correctly. So, you know, probably would have been firm favourites going in. So a creditable result, even if they didn't get through for Hungerford. Hungerford went went up, went uh, went a goal up, didn't they, I think? They did, yeah. Um, I was just looking to see who scored it because I cannot remember. Mm. Oh, uh, Ryan Seager, I don't know why I even bothered yeah, asking. Exactly, <laughs> Ryan yeah. Seager scored from the penalty spot. Um and there are some excellent pictures from Jeff Ude, new a new photographer for football in Berkshire. Um, he's got one of his pictures in Pick of the Week, Picks of the Week, out on Wednesday. Um, Hungerford have what appears to be a wonderful um, on a slope porter cabin type place that serves real ale from a barrel, which Ooh. I'm which excites me greatly. Okay. Um, originally, I thought I thought the camera angle was a bit wonky, but no, it's actually the cabin that's either on a hill or just wonky or the roof's wonky or something, but it was just screamed non-league and that's why it's in picks of the week. Lovely. Well, I think a trip to West Berkshire to visit that must be on the cards for us fairly soon. Indeed. Indeed. 
Okay, well, elsewhere, there were other cup results uh, to talk about. Abby, the uh, county cup results on the women's side. Why don't you take us through them and uh, the highlights of the the round? Yes, indeed. Well, as I mentioned last week, there were some interesting ties. Uh, Caversham versus Raysbury, notably. So Division 1 versus Development Division. I think kind of... (laughs) It went the only way you'd expect. Yes, really. yes. So, uh, Caversham How, were just without wishing to belittle Raysbury <coughs> or anything. You know, this is not a criticism. How long did they hold out? Oh, I think it was not even ten minutes. No. Well, no, no. Do you know what? Good, good. Because th- as we highlighted last week, that is a massive difference in yeah. levels. So, you know, do you know what? Great fantastic well done them and i'm yeah. not being condescending in the slightest i've mm-hmm. i've been at some of these games and the, the gap is huge yep exactly um so yeah that that ended a 13 nil there um so and similarly kind of mortimer who have been sort of catapulted into division one this season having won division three south they've had a little bit of a kind of tough start to the season i guess in terms of league kind of games they they're yet to win so i think um this will probably do them good and um, they were playing Thatcham and newbury town ladies who i think it's their development side and that was a, also a 14 nil win so mm. um some big scores but yeah, slightly more level of kind of sorry you go rob sorry all i said was a lot of goals talking yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but kind of further down the down the scale kind of slightly more kind of um, acceptable results, I guess, shall we say. So um, Slough Town played S4K Ladies and they won 3-1. Um, and Newbury played Wantage Town and Wantage won 5-1. So kind of a mixed bag for our Berkshire sides, actually. I think it's kind of um, 50-50 split, really, in terms of results, so wins versus losses. Um, Taplow ran out a 3-7 loss to Bletchley Shamrocks. And then Shinfield, our development um, side, um, also played their fellow development side, Stanford in the Vale, and they um, clinched a 6-0 win there. So, yeah, some kind of mixed bag of results there, but some good wins, definitely, to put mm-hmm. a few more, few teams through to the second round of the County so Cup. There will be Berkshire interest in the next uh, round. Um, yes. And while there were mixed results, one side that keeps on winning and a side that you highlighted last week are Ascot Ladies Reserves. Another yep. win for them. Absolutely. They uh, played a very convincing 5-0 win out to fellow Berkshire side Sloughtown Rebels. Um, yes, yeah, so I think that's 18 in a row now. They've managed to um, secure, I think it was a, two goals from Amy Coughlin, I think it was, and two goals from Freya Jenkins, and also a goal for Hannah Evans, which is actually really nice to see because she was out all of last season with an ACL injury. So she's kind of back she, she normally plays in the first team and she's currently playing for the reserves team to kind of get her back into the flow of football so the fact that she got on the score score sheet is really nice to see very good indeed well uh ascot ladies reserves managed to survive your kiss of the commentator curse but one team that didn't survive the kiss of the commentator curse my com- uh curse that is <laughs> is uh ascot i highlighted them last week as a side who are quietly moving up the table and uh coming into the promotion contention uh, i think they still are however they did hit a setback uh this week when they went uh went to face windsor at stag meadow windsor running out three one winners in what was probably a surprise result uh tom i don't think there's any surprise about it i yes. think um any windsor fan i've spoken to was 
surprised. Um, they've, they've, I, I mean, I don't know. They've had a lot of injuries. I briefly spoke to Mark Cooper last week, and I think they've had they've had eight first team players out. They were on a run of five games without a win, and I think four of those were defeats. One of them was a draw. So it's been it's been pretty it's been pretty barren for them um, over the last few weeks. And I know some of the supporters have been um, a little bit dejected um, about about some of the results. I mean, they 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 lost five nil to St Pantalimon. Pant- oh God, I'm, this is going to be a problem every time. <laughs> Are we going St Pantalimon? Is that what we're saying? Or am I just saying Pantilamon, that? Pantilamon. Pantilamon. Um, yeah, Pantilamon sounds better. Either yeah. way, more on those in a minute. Remember that name. <laughs> um, who beat them 5-0. And then they, uh, who beat Windsor 5-0 in the previous game. Um, and they were towards the top of the table. Obviously, you know, Windsor, for, for me, Windsor started the season brilliantly. They they did very well at the start of the season. Um, Lyndall Stewart was scoring goals. But they now seem to have got a couple of players up front Um with goals in them. Um, yep. You've got uh, Eric Sawalona, Sawalona. Um, you've got Excellence Mahemba and Lyndall Stewart, who scored nine goals now this season himself. And you've got, you've got these guys uh, who seem to be scoring. So it always felt like Windsor would turn it around um, just a little bit of a blip, but they were on a little bit of a rotten run of form. Ascot mm. by uh, contrast were on a run of six games, six games, six wins in a row going into the game. So I don't think it's unfair to kind of assume that it was going to be an Ascot win. Um, and I think it's a, it was a surprise that, that Windsor won. But do you know what? At this level of football in this division, it is, it's still wide open. Um, and I guess we'll come to another one of those in just a minute, Rob. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you've been alluding to it um, already, uh, but Bottom side, Tadley Kaliva uh, hosted the team in seconds. That team you can't pronounce, St. Pantelamon. Uh, a side that had been, you know, in great form themselves going into the game. And somehow, well, I say somehow, Tadley Kaliva ran out 6-1 winners on the day. I, um, I'm still a little, there's such a thing as a new manager bounce, isn't there? But, yes. I mean, it's a tad ridiculous. I don't, I don't, I still haven't quite got to the bottom of what the, what the difference has been there because... It's a crazy result in my mind. Was that yeah. pun intended there, Tom? It being <laughs> a tad ridiculous. No, as you can tell by my <laughs> blank face, no, it wasn't. <laughs> you know, Tadley's results up to that point, were, uh, they'd taken two points from 11 games. So uh, um, uh, we're certainly second favourites going in. I have seen them play once this season and uh, they were away uh, at that point to Oldsford in the Hampshire Cup. And they seemed like a solid side without much um, up front obviously when you're playing in the county cups you don't know exactly um, how strong the team uh, is that is being put out is uh, Tadley probably looked for the majority of the game the better side in that game uh, but didn't really trouble the goalkeeper much and then late on Oldsford emptied their bench and ended up winning 1-0 so uh, uh, yeah Tadley went out that night and I thought they looked an okay side without having much about them but yeah so having I, I personally didn't see this result coming at all. So. I did work out they scored, they've scored in that one game a third of their league goals. Yeah, over in a third, that one yeah. game. It's unbelievable, isn't it? And they've played 12 games. A yes. third of the goals came in that one. <laughs> uh, what other results to highlight uh, from the weekend in that division? Um, 
working in Embrook were hosting the top team in the division, Hanworth Villa, and uh, came away with a creditable nil-nil draw. Uh, Woking going into the game, uh, third bottom, admittedly. That's where they uh, finished off as well in the relegation zone. So get taking a uh, nil-nil draw against the top side of the league, a side that put sides like Reading City to the sword last weekend, um, pretty creditable. And perhaps there's just a few glimmers that Woking and Embrook are starting to pull something together, maybe uh, are very much up for the fight when it comes to uh, uh, the com- Combined Counties Premier League North uh, battle. Uh, anything further to add on uh, Woking and Embrook? Um, They've um, signed a new player, haven't they? They have. They've signed a couple. Yeah. Um, one of the, um, what do you call, what do we call it? Reality TV. Um, I don't even know what the word is. But yes, um, Zach Toll, who was on X on the Beach, I think he's uh, signed for Woking and Embrook this week, I believe. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, he was uh, at Older Master over the last few seasons. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Um, just on on him, we it was ages ago when we had when we were doing regular transfer updates and we were having regular just lists of names of players who'd moved from here to there, and um, we were getting loads of traffic to this one article that was about two or three months old, uh, and I could not work out why, and then obviously went in had a look, twigged that we were getting loads of search traffic for for Zach Tull, um, based on him his name being listed in this article uh to the point we actually changed it i think we we changed his transfer was from x on the beach to afc aldermaster <laughs> um so yeah that was uh that that was that was quite fun but it took a little while for that to for that to twig but yeah um, i mean you're not a big x on the beach fan tom <laughs> i don't get time to watch tv anymore oh yeah very political in your answer there. <laughs> you mean diplomatic yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Diplomatic, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> party political, perhaps. Anyway, so uh, a few sides to look out for in the combined counties Premier Division North, and elsewhere, our Berkshire sides are also going well in the Isthmian League South Central Division. Currently, there are two Berkshire sides inside the top four: uh, Bracknell in third, uh, only off the top on goal difference, whereas Binfield are three points behind them in uh, fourth place. Uh, well in the playoff positions at the moment. Uh, I was actually at the uh, Bracknell game at the weekend. They played away at Tooting and Mitcham. Um, 1-0 win against a side who are mid-table, but uh, Tooting and Mitcham have got a lot of games in hand and uh, were right up there over the last couple of seasons. So I probably expect them to climb the divisions or climb the league as the season goes on. So I think they're a pretty tough side um there were a few murmurs of discontent shall we say from the uh, the crowd uh, following the uh, game it was a little bit uh, route one but i think bracknell are missing a couple of players uh, it's in particular max herbert for their midfield who i, I think is uh, a real um well he's the captain he's a, a real loss for them and he really adds sort of the link between the defense and attack and uh, uh sort of a bit of the continuity of their play. Um, so if you look at the table where, in terms of who Bracknell have played, they've played all the other teams in the top five. And uh, by the end of the month, they will also have played the teams who are currently in seventh, eighth, uh, ninth, 11th and 12th. So eight games into the season, being joint top, essentially, um, 
having played the vast majority of the good sides in the league, I think Brackle are a really strong position. And uh, with players to come back, I, they're going to be right up there towards the end of the season, in my opinion. Anything to add? I, I would agree with you. I would agree with yeah. you. Um, I just wanted to flag as well for, for Binfield. Callum Bunting has really yes. um, set himself alight, hasn't he? He's. Yeah. Uh, I think it took him four or five games to to get that first goal, but since then he's um, he's fine. He, he got two on Saturday in the win over Westfield. I get confused. It's not Westfields because there's a Westfield, a Westfields, and I think there's another Westfield. But it's that Westfield, not that Westfields or... The other one. <laughs> they they beat Westfield three 0 who are from near Woking. Basically. Yes. So, yeah. And there's another one in Worcestershire. Oh no, sorry, they're Herefordshire. Herefordshire. Just West, that's yeah. Westfields, and then there's a. I'm sure there's another Westfield somewhere. Yeah. Well, there's a, probably a multitude of Westfields across the country. Yes. Absolutely. So anyway, he's now scored six in six. So yeah, which is great. Good fall for um, Binfield. Done, I think he's done very well. Yeah, Bidfield taking to that division probably better than uh, we expected. They'd be competitive, uh, without a doubt, but um, to be fourth at this stage of the season, okay, it still is quite early days. They've got to be happy with that, surely. I mean, did you see him uh, right at the top of the league or in contention for uh, promotion um, going in? I think um, mid-table would be a very yeah. respectable finish for them. So the fact yeah. that they're kind of... Four, I mean, we're obviously still kind of early-ish in the yeah. season, aren't we? But yeah, fourth, they're flying, aren't they? So more of that. Very satisfied, I would say. So Yeah, um, very satisfied indeed. I think I also said Callum Bunting was one to watch as well at the beginning of the season. Oh, did you? So, did you? Yeah. Are you rewriting history? Yeah. Yes, exactly. We'll have to go back and have a listen to that. I'll see what you said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, well, elsewhere, we had the West Berkshire Derby. Uh, <laughs> it's a Thames Valley Premier League. One for you, I guess, Tom, being a local resident now. Oh, this I, I must admit, I, I think um, I'm all for anything that uh, that generates a little bit of interest in Step 7 football. We had the end of last season was brilliant with the Step 7 football, mm. which, which carried on right into June. They got the league finished. Um, Finchampstead were rightly awarded the league title. So not awarded, they weren't awarded it, they won it. They won, um, yeah. Rightly won the league title. Um and and now we've got we we've got a we've got wonderful um regular games between Burfield and Mortimer, which are separated by um I, th- I think what did I say, a bus route? No, they're linked by a bus route, a uh AWE, an atomic weapons establishment zone, and uh, a gossip girls Facebook page, which I was very <laughs> I was very chuffed with that, what I did with that mm-hmm. with that tweet. But um no, brilliant anything that stirs up a little bit of uh, local pride is very good with me. Um there is a picture which which some of you will have seen over the weekend and will be in picks of the week again uh, on Wednesday uh, of uh, someone who has gone and, and we don't condone uh, uh, this on this podcast, <laughs> but um, has gone and painted um, a certain scoreline on a sign that put points to Mortimer and Burfield. And they've point, they've uh, painted the score from Saturday's game, which was one nil to Mortimer. Um, quite the stunning result for Mortimer, that was particularly, um, given that um, they've lost, uh, I think in, in recent weeks, they'd lost, I think, 7-0. Oh. Um, 
I think that was the sorry this is me filling while I uh, <laughs> get the, the Thames Valley page full time page up yeah yeah where's Mortimer I'm going to cut this little bit out because <laughs> I can do it um, yes yeah, so given uh, Mortimer the previous week had lost 6-0 to Yately United uh, and earlier in the season in their second game had lost 7-0 to Reading City under 23s um, beating Mortimer who were in the hunt for the title right up until the final day last season one um, I did speak to uh, Matt Gabb um, who is the secretary I think he's the co-chairman now at Mortimer and he did say uh, it was a, it was an utterly ridiculous game they they scored uh, I think it was veteran John Croft got the goal uh, and it was very much uh, everybody behind the ball after that um, not John sorry James Croft apologies are you reading the article? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was very much uh, behind. So, but as I say, um, anything that, that generates a little bit of interest in Step 7 football, which um, I think we're very lucky around here. The Thames Valley Premier League serves up some great stuff. Yeah, um, a lot of local derbies as well. So Yeah, which always is absolutely to fantastic. Your teeth into. And uh, before we leave uh, the weekend's football... Um, one thing that's on our Twitter feed at the moment, if you haven't seen it already, is the goal. We haven't mentioned the uh, uh, National League South and the uh, Slough, unfortunately, losing to uh, uh, Bin, uh, uh, Billericay. Sorry, not Binfield. Slough, unfortunately, losing to Billericay uh, 2-1. But if you haven't seen the Slough goal from that game yet, with a, a half volley from Freddie Grant, go and have a look at Boy, our... Oh, it's a I haven't even oh. seen that. What oh. The page. It's an absolute beaut. Oh, well, if there's a goal of the month competition this month, you will certainly be seeing that as one of the contenders. So, yeah, nice one to Freddie Grant. And hopefully we'll get to talk a bit more about Slough in the next few weeks. OK, well, talking of the next few weeks, we should look ahead to the weekend's fixtures. Uh, Abby, the Women's FA Cup is coming up. It is the uh, third qualifying round. Is that correct? It is indeed. We've already had our tasty Berkshire fixtures at the beginning of the month and um, not quite the last weekend, but um, we do have another cup competition for the women of Berkshire. Um, Ascot will play at home to Oxford City women, so that should be a good tie. I think Oxford City are having quite a good season as well, so should be a tasty one. Um, Caversham travel to Queen's Park Rangers. Um, Mm. And I saw them play Maidenhead in the Plate Cup just a couple of weeks ago. So that should be a very interesting tie indeed. Um, QPR looked pretty decent and they play in, oh, let's see how many divisions above are they? One, two, three divisions above. So two tiers and three divisions above uh, Caversham. So it's going to be be a, a tasty one for Caversham indeed, but I'm sure they'll kind of give their best fight. Um, yeah, Queen's Park Rangers kind of made the most of uh, sort of um, Maidenhead's maybe kind of dropped heads on occasion. So, I mean, if, as long as... Cavisham seems to be having a really good run in the Cups, to be honest. So they're not doing quite so well in the league, but um, they just seem to be kind of left, right and centre playing Cup games and absolutely smashing it. So, yeah, a, a good tie. Um, and then finally, this is the round in which Maidenhead join the Berkshire sides and they are away to Chesham United. Um, <clears throat> I think they've faced them a couple of times before, actually, in the FA Cup. So um, I can't remember any of the results recently from that. But, yeah, um, another good tie. Um, so, yeah, just the three fixtures in the FA Cup qualifying round, um, third one. So, yeah, should be should be a good one. Absolutely. And uh, if we 
as we're looking ahead to next weekend, the FA Vars um, is rolling into town. We still have con- uh, four Berkshire clubs in contention. Well, three and one of the clubs we cover who's slightly outside Berkshire, if you don't recognise the border change from the 70s. Um, <laughs> which, which we don't. We, which we, we don't. do sometimes, sometimes. We do sometimes, yeah. But uh, yes, we've got uh, a few Berkshire clubs uh, represented. Um Barks County, in their first ever run in the competition, are at home to Burnham. Um, Wokingham and Embrook, going well, are away at Blackfield and Langley. And one that contains that side we just mentioned, that are, are, are Berkshire in our hearts, uh, against the other Berkshire side, is Wallingford Town will be hosting Ascot United. Uh, quite a tasty little fixture there. Wallingford going well in the Command Counties Division 1, whereas Ascot, as we mentioned before, Probably going to be up uh, there come the end of the season. And uh, despite the blip last weekend, still going well in the combined counties north. Uh, back in the Berkshire sides this weekend, Tom? Um, yes, I think Berks County will have it all to do. Um, I think they they it was four all at the weekend between them uh, and the team they played. Hillingdon Borough, I think it was. Uh, sorry, yes, Hillingdon Borough, that's it. Wow, that was dreadful. Um <laughs> Blackfield and Langley, Wokingham and Embrook. That, I mean, I Bracknell went down there a couple of years ago, Blackfield and Langley. Um, and I was excited because I thought they were the team that had got through in the FA Cup for the first round, but that's Bowers and Pitsy. Um, you can see my confusion there, possibly. That's a tough one. Uh, and it will be a real test for Wokingham and Embrook's um, to uh, see if their form really has turned a corner to see if they can get a result down there. Um, Wallingford v Ascot that would be I think if I was going to watch a game I think it would be Wallingford and Ascot yeah. because um, I think that's got all the makings of maybe an upset but also Ascot just coming back from, from last week and going nah this yeah. is not not a, no this isn't happening it could you know you, it, it could be a big big solid proper cup tie that one yeah I think that's certainly one to look forward to. If I get to go to a game this weekend, I think that's pretty high on the top of my list for, uh, yeah. for this weekend. Should I be... wouldn't be surprised if that one went to penalties. I don't know why. Ooh. I just... Feeling just, of you? Yeah, I just perhaps got a little feeling that the, uh, a high-scoring draw going to penalties. I, I perhaps wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. Yeah. Brett, but, uh, they sorry. Go straight to penalties? or Yes, they go, there's no extra time. They go straight to penalties. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, Wallingford certainly do have a couple of um, players up front who can cause a bit of problem. Charlie Stilkstone and uh, Atchinson as well, uh, both in amongst the goals this season already. So, uh, yeah, ones to look out for there. Um, Elsewhere, we have a few Berkshire derbies to look forward to. Uh, Windsor already faced uh, Ascot earlier in the week and now hosting Hollyport in the Combined Counties Premier Division. And in the uh, Combined Counties Division 1 South, you can, closer to home where we are at least, is uh, Woodley United hosting Sandhurst Town. A couple of Berkshire sides going head to head there. So plenty to get your teeth into. Uh, Abby, what would you pick out as the best of the uh, women's action this weekend? Um, well, obviously there is FA Cup, so that's exciting of course. stuff. I think there might be a Southern Region League Cup as well. So I think I've missed another cup somewhere. Wow. There's just so many that I cannot actually. Keep... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I'm pretty sure Eversley and California are going to be in that one. So that obviously cup games are always very exciting. So that's always worth a showing. Um, I'm not sure about Thames. I mean, there's all the usual kind of Berkshire ties and kind of Division Free Free South to go and have a kind of gander at. Um, and yeah, I think kind of other than that, quite a lot of our Berkshire teams are away this weekend, actually. So there's a little bit of travelling involved, especially kind of higher up the divisions. It's obviously, it's further to travel kind of thing. So Yes, there's a few to keep an arm. Absolutely. And as always, you can see all of the Berkshire fixtures on our website, www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. I've learnt the URL since last week. So, <laughs> Right, uh, before we get out, any other business uh, for anyone here? Anyone got anything else to bring up? Um, did we mention that we won an award? Oof. Uh, I think we briefly touched on it at the top of the show. But, uh... Did I mention I did a um, photo shoot with it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Abby's, uh, yeah, got the award at the moment and is very much enjoying sending us a lot of photos. From the yes, group. it's wonderful. Uh, it's, it's very, very good. Um, no, I don't think I had anything else. Um, oh, don't forget the pink October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um Abby (laughs) just if you go and read our articles you can um, see that we've got a pink logo at the moment and I did write a post about it as well so there's kind of lots of information about all the kind of campaigns that are around at the moment and also some of our like local Berkshire facilities as well if you are concerned about anything kind of who to contact where to go all that important stuff information sorry more information on the website there and a good cause to be highlighting this month just one right, bit of well, AOB, one little cool. bit of AOB. Um, on, we then. haven't at all mentioned AFC Aldermaston, who've won two games in a row. Yes, they have actually. I was uh, at the first one um, yes. where they uh, beat Bagshot 1 0. Quite a um, <laughs> ill tempered game, that one. But I'd have to say that's mainly coming from the Bagshot side. Uh, Aldermaston did pretty well to uh, uh, keep a lid on everything when there was a lot of uh, ill temper coming from the. Uh, the um, Bagshot bench. The manager did get yellow carded at one point, and they did have a player sent off. So, uh, uh, Older Masters have done very well. They were start the season slowly, but like you say, two games on the bounce now, uh, having beaten Bagshot and Cove, I believe it was. So, yes. climbing up the table. I've managed to yeah. roll out my image of Kai Parton Edie from 2016. Yes, of, I uh, get another photo of him. Yeah, definitely need a new one of that. But um, yeah, which which was great. He scored twice on Saturday, so that was my AOB. AOB, very worthy AOB, and uh, you can see all the masters and everyone else's fixtures on the website for this weekend. Right before we um, dull our credentials of award-winning podcasters any further, we should probably get out of here. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, this has been the uh, Berkshire Football Stories Chat Podcast. Uh, I've been Rob Davis, and as always, I've been joined by Tom Kenning, Hi. Abby Tyshurst. See ya. And we will very much look forward to speaking to you again next week. Bye-bye. Berkshire Football Stories is sponsored by Barks County FC this season. The Swords are playing at Step 6 for the first time and ground share at Binfield FC. Find fixtures at barkscountyfc.com and get down for a game.